This is Deserter. We're still on lockdown, but join us for a lock-in. Oh, that's nice. You like that? Very much, yes. We can't go out, but we're staying in with the baby. Yeah, other than that, it's pretty much business as usual, right? As we run through what, if anything, we've been up to since we last met. Yeah, we uh, offer our essential news service and we catch up with Phoebes, live from a place called France. Yes, regular listeners may remember meeting Phoebes in Series 3 before her planned move to France, as I call it. And we'll be seeing how that move has gone and hearing what lockdown is like there. Yes, uh, we were going to call it Phoebes' letter from France. But we had a big think about it and uh, we decided instead to call it... Phoebes' French letter! (laughs) Of course. So, yeah, Uh, which in all honesty probably tells you everything you need to know about us. Uh, this podcast, and indeed our sordid little world. Yes, and welcome to it. So, Raider, uh, what have you been up to, if anything? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's very strange times indeed, but I've been managing to uh, keep fit with my daily constitutionals, as I'm sure you have as well, um, with some walks in the vicinity. I've enjoyed, been enjoying going up to the river, Yesterday, I walked mm-hmm. the route of the old Surrey Canal from Peckham to Camberwell, which is now a linear park. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, I used to love walking, Vinnie, but uh, now you're not allowed to stop walking. I've gone right off it. Mm. It's not this. I mean, not that I wouldn't go for a pint on every walk I went on, but it was nice to know that you could go for a pint on every walk you went on. It's, it's a, essentially a new issue for walks is that they don't have a pint at the end of them. Or in the Tell middle me of about them. it. <laughs> I hear you've got a new career. Am I right? Oh, not off. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Um, yes, I've given up on the uh, Burundi Premier League. Um, I'm a bit late to the party, but I've been playing Football Manager 20, uh, the uh, mm. management simulator. Uh, I've been managing uh, Dulwich Hamlet under the name uh, Vince Patel, uh, which uh, which is my missus' surname. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm fighting. I'm fighting the patriarchy, one imaginary football game at a time. Okay. Um, How are we doing? Oh, uh, yeah, we're in League Two uh, already. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm in my fifth season now. I'm in. I'm in 2023, mate. And I bet you. And it's it's a full time job. I tell you, it's it's all consuming. I haven't got time for family or cooking. It's just ready meals and LucasAid now. You know that sort of thing. And <laughs> La- Lady it- South will say say to me. Um, are you all right? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. But really, I've just conceded a last-minute equaliser to Wealdstone, and I'm inconsolable. And uh, and that's what I've missed about football, feeling inconsolable. Yes. <laughs> Once a week. Um, it does sound a little bit like work, if I'm, uh, if oh, I'm honest. It, it, it is. It's a full-time job. I mean, I yeah. go to bed thinking about tactics and formations and team morale and what can I do to turn things around it's a burden <laughs> yeah I'm more of an end user just like with pubs <laughs> yes but I understand you've uh, you've been uh, relaxing a little bit more in the garden I know gardening is is uh, hard work but people don't tend to think about the cameraman do they tell us about that <laughs> yeah I've had uh, well in other news I've um I've added to the glut of people writing songs and painting or even, heaven forbid, podcasting by uh, releasing a new tune. 
under what mm-hmm. I believe to be my actual name, Andrew Grumbridge. And um, yes, it was called How My Garden Grows. And I corralled the family into being in the lockdown video for it. Lovely uh, video, by the way. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, you weren't the only one to notice that I was the only one not doing any gardening. But uh, yeah, that's how <laughs> it should be, I think. Uh, the kids thought it was a video about the garden, but of course it was really a, video, um, a song about them. And um, yeah, I, I've released that. And the proceeds um, from my band camp for that song go to charity, NHS Charities Together. And uh, I've become one of those annoying people that ask you for money for good causes. Mm. <laughs> I'd rather the government sorted out the NHS, to be honest, but no, it's been left to me. So, um, yeah, it, it, if you're interested, you can search Andrew Grumbridge and Bandcamp for the song How My Garden Grows, and the link to the video is on that page. Next up, Lovely. I'm working on an epic dub version of Always There, featuring all the best bits from Ronnie Law's version, married with the best bits from the incognito version. I, I can't believe right. I've done this before. It's going to be about 20 minutes long because, you know, what else do you need? <laughs> I look forward to it in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit more sport, actually. Um, yeah. Horse racing. Mm. Uh, I've been following the horse racing from Hong Kong. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course you it's have. one of the uh, there aren't many meets going on around the world but uh, at happy valley in uh, hong kong mm. um you, uh, they have uh, every wednesday uh, a uh, a meet and you can follow it at the tote tote website if you uh, you, you can put a tenner down and you can you get that refunded if you lose uh, that's the offer currently so i've got like Brilliant. 10 one pound place pots to run <laughs> through the next 10 weeks and keeps keeps me interested <laughs> you, you, you remember the place pot bet of course uh, which very well is, yeah it's it's, it's a, exclusive to the tote i suppose but um yeah you bet on something to place in each race in six races and however many people put money in that's the pot that can be won i uh, i've only won it once on my birthday uh, i think you were with me out at windsor and um I I lost the yeah. ticket do you remember? I Still got the, the money though, didn't you? I, in the end, I got the money. I rang them up and they said, "Yeah, if no one claims it for after a couple of weeks, you can have it, seeing as it was mm. your birthday." <laughs> um, talking... but, uh, go on, go on. I understand. Sorry, I understand. The Raider household is once more to hear the pitter patter of tiny feet. Is that yeah, right? We have. I was going to say, talking about animals, um, we've got a new family member, or I should, I should probably say, a potential family member. Um, I presume you've heard of the five D's of lockdown, have you? Domestic violence, divorce, death, drunkenness and dogs. Um, well, <laughs> I've been focusing on the last two and um, <laughs> got, a, got a potential new family arrival, an enormous ex-racing greyhound called Jet. Honestly, he's massive. It's like having a donkey wandering about the house, a gloomy donkey. Right, this is the pub. <laughs> I'm going to ride it to the pub, yeah. Um, he arrived uh, last week named uh, Jet, as I say, but his racing name was Aviation Expert. And um, I looked up his um, his racing history, and his best finish was fourth. So he's, uh, he's quite a deserted dog in that way. He, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even be bothered to go for bronze. 
<laughs> so he's a unit, isn't he? He's a big old unit, honestly. Um, he wanders around. You hear him before you see him, I tell you. And the family's currently engaged in renaming him. Although I quite like Jet, because you can, you know, when in the park, you can go, Jet! <whistles> Jet! <laughs> um, I've said my, my suggestions for names are Eeyore and Arsene Wenger, father of modern football. Um, but I'm sorry to say they were both met with what I can only describe as disbelief. <laughs> very, very disappointing. Um, now then, uh, on the writing front, you we've both had a piece up, haven't, haven't we? Uh, we have. We last met, but uh, we've been unusually busy. It's like we've got nothing else to do. Um, mm. But I th thoroughly enjoyed your piece about um, you know your missing years, the lost years, the wilderness yes. years. Yeah, they were lost years in a way, uh, in lots of ways actually, because when I, I got back to England, I didn't know what was going on in music and stuff like that. It all mm. changed. Um, but yes, uh, I got a lot of praise for that piece, which I was I was delighted. With. Not from my agent or my ex-wife, admittedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what, as we can't go out, it's good to look back and and think and write something about uh, my past. Um, and yeah. you tend to think of your own life as not being terribly interesting. But once I got into it, actually, there were a few adventures. And yeah, yes, uh, yes. Roxy got in touch to say she enjoyed reading about my dirty past. I, I do hope we'll get to hear about hers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, being married to twins at 22, unwise yeah. beyond my years, living abroad, nightclubs, drugs, debt, and escape. It's all there for you uh, on the uh, site, uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah, and uh, it was nice to get a bit of a backstory because we often talk about your, your twin wives, don't we? And um, Yes. They've often come up, but we've never really heard how that happened. So there's a little bit of backstory there for those interested in Dirty South's mm. twin wives. And frankly, who wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> and you've also been uh, getting some thoughts down, haven't you? I have. I um, put up my lessons from lockdown piece which was basically just a collation of everything i spoke about in the last podcast <laughs> but uh it's essentially a public service essay on porch parties drinking and how to grow your own hops um all the important stuff to get you through mm. these strange times um i also did a uh, recording of uh i remember i wrote a piece about belgian cyclocross for the Ru for ruler magazine Yes. And um, they got in touch to ask me to record it for them, uh, which I put off for days and days. But uh, when I got round to it, it was surprisingly enjoyable to do, if a little bit fiddly to set up and edit. And so, unfortunately, what that means is we're probably going to have to do an audiobook version of our own book, aren't we? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we sort of run oh, out of excuses for not doing it, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that may, brackets, or may not, close brackets, <laughs> happen shortly. <laughs> but anyway, we'll let you know when that Ruler uh, podcast is out as well. Um, that was a very good issue, the Belgian issue. Yes. Um, what is this I've heard about you becoming a communist? Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm definitely... <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit of a, a you know I'm a, 
I'm a bit lefty, there's no doubt about it. If I may paraphrase the immortal words of uh, Donnie and Marie Osmond, <laughs> I'm a little bit lefty, I'm a little bit centrist too. <laughs> so yes, I've been, I've been uh, writing a piece, a piece or two for the Morning Star, the only daily so- socialist uh, n- newspaper in the English language. Uh, yeah. I've been writing about football. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. Uh, I wrote about uh, Livorno, um, who I went to see a few years ago, and you came too, as I recall. I did, yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. Sure you were there. Uh, yeah. Photographic uh, memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My only concern about working for them uh, is, is that it used to be called The Daily Worker Ah, back in the day. That doesn't yeah. sound right, does it? No. That's, that's not me, Raider. You don't want that on your CV. No. <laughs> What's Terribly off brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I see also, uh, we've been, although it's illegal, we've been down the dog and bell for a pint, haven't we? Yeah, well, we often go down the dog and bell and pint during lockdown, don't we? Um, not, it should be said, as ourselves, but as finger puppets. Or hand puppets, perhaps. I think Indeed. finger puppets might be a little small for the uh, the theatre. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, as you may have seen a picture of us as our puppet or our puppets at least outside the Dog and Bell on Twitter. Um, we mentioned a few uh, podcasts ago that a Swedish theatre director had been in touch to ask if she could use elements of our podcast on Christopher Marlowe in a play she was uh, writing on Marlowe, uh, for uh, the stage in Stockholm. My notes say that it's, uh, it's a play about our lives. Stranger <laughs> and Dirty South. I think we've got cross wires here. I thought it was just us going out, doing a podcast, having a pint. I thought, what brilliant idea for a play. <laughs> well, some say uh, us narrating off-Broadway Swedish theatre is a natural progression for the deserter brand. <laughs> <laughs> who are you Vinny? good question um yes uh, of course you're alluding to the fact that in this this a typical lockdown activity this uh looking at your family tree oh no um, i wasn't i was just momentarily confused <laughs> <laughs> having a stroke but now i know who you are yeah Okay, yeah, Ancestry.com. Yeah, you went on there, didn't you? Um, yeah, sounds... actually it was findmypast.com. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, so I looked into several strands of the family. Uh, I, I mentioned, um, and, and indeed you mentioned in the Roulette article, about um, my relative who killed a man in a bare-knuckle boxing bout yeah. uh, in Bexley Heath. Uh, so I, I think I've discovered who that was, and it actually was... Uh, a great, my great granddad's not. Uh, oh, a, not your uncle. great uncle. That would ruin my great uncle. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he certainly got went missing between the censuses of uh, 1901 and 1911, and mm-hmm. he lived right by where the incident is said to have occurred. Uh, and there's no death record, so I think it was probably him. Um, wow. But yeah, um, looking at another strand of that family from my. Uh, from from my somewhat racist dad to my somewhat racist uh, grandfather, uh, and another couple of generations, one of them was born in India. <laughs> Stick that up your jacksy dad. <laughs> <laughs>
but I also great. found a few other few other little uh, characters. Uh, there was a relative whose occupation, uh, a relative who lived in Camberwell, whose occupation was down as reader of newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I looked a bit further, it turned out he was a proofreader. Ah. Um, and there was a musician who uh, was killed in the Blitz and a hemp manufacturer, oh. which I, I like to think of as a spliff roller. <laughs> That's gold, mate. That's gold, that history. Mm. Um, reminds me of uh, my family history tale, you know, because you, know, you remember I was um, brought up believing I was Irish. Or at least oh, yeah. of uh, of Irish descent. My middle name's mm. Patrick. My father's name's Patrick. The phone book in Cork is full of Grumbridges, millions of them, and there's hardly any in London. Um, but uh, some rudimentary research some years back revealed us Grumbridges, in fact, to be settlers as opposed to natives to Ireland, which kind what, of like yeah invaders. Yeah, settlers, settlers. <laughs> um, it kind of makes sense because Grumbridge does sound very English, doesn't it? Um, yes. And anyway, I, I did some more digging and discovered that we were, in fact, from Groombridge in Kent. <laughs> Not Ireland, you know, with its Blarney and poetry and Guinness and crack, but uh, a small town in Kent about 20 miles away. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I've never been to Groombridge, but there is... They're a very grand house called Groombridge Place, which was once almost certainly the family seat of us Groombridges. So uh, you may remember I decided to drop Groombridge Place an email explaining my family history. Uh, that, you know, that we thought we were Irish, but in fact we're from Groombridge, etc. Hilarious mistake, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that in all likelihood, uh, Groombridge Place was in fact probably mine. And... Uh, in the, in the email, I offered to waive my rights to the house and grounds. They've got some lovely landscape gardens there, as well as an enchanted forest. And I offered to waive my rights to all this in return for a family day ticket, including lunch with wine. <laughs> very generous. I was, I was very clear that it had to include wine. And... Uh, Anyway, I sent off the email, and due to some uh, dropped connection problems, I somehow managed to send it twice. And uh, so I thought, when I came back to the computer, I thought, oh, well, you're in for a penny. And I sent it to them for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a little while later, I received a reply thanking me for my urgent communications on the matter. <laughs> And uh, you're not going to believe this, actually declining my offer. No way. Yeah. Uh, I can't say too much more about it now as it's in the hand of my lawyers, but suffice to say that in, uh, in 2022, Groombridge Place is to be returned to its probably rightful owner and we're all going to go down there and have a massive party. Trash the place. <laughs> That's my history, baby. It. That's history. That's real history. Now, we're going to try, to try and do a live link-up with Phoebes from France. Um, I'm going to invite her to the uh, meeting. And who's this that's just arrived? Bonjour, bonjour, it's Phoebes from Phoebe. France. Bonjour. Yes, from La Confinement. 
In oh. France. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah, la confinement. I it sounds better. It. Yes, I prefer it to lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean lockdown. It. It, sounds, it sounds stricter, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds sexier. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit kinkier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's the French all over. Uh, and, <laughs> and maybe that's a good place to start then. La confinement. What, uh, how is that manifesting itself en France? Well, you, you, um, the, the French love their officiousness and bureaucracy. So you, you have to um, download and print out a form, an mm. attestation, every mm. time you go out. What? Wow. Every, yes, every time. Uh, it's costing a fortune in printer ink, quite <laughs> frankly. Uh, and you have to tick um, what there, there are a series of seven or eight reasons. You've got to tick one of them. You've got to um, say who you are, um, where you live, what time you left the house. Oh, my God. And you've got to carry that with your passport. And if you don't have that, then you get fined um, uh, about 300 euros. Shit it. Our neighbour, our neighbour in Eret went out without one, got fined 300 euros, and then two hours later his wife did the same. <gasps> so they're oh. 600 quid down in the first week of lockdown. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's, ex that's an expensive bottle of wine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really bother me, you know. No. In France, um, the supermarkets are open, the pharmacies, and of course the tabacs. The three, oh. the three pillars <laughs> that were kept open, um, and uh, also there was um, uh, in the garden centre. I went there, and I was thinking. That's odd. Why is the garden centre open? No other garden centres are open. And then I realised it was because the garden centre also sells wine. Oh. <laughs> also sells wine. So just in case, you know, like the French, I mean, it's genius, genius marketing. Because, um, you know, you go, you, you pop into the garden centre maybe for some slug pellets or something. <laughs> Uh, but they know what you're really thinking. What you're really thinking is, I really want some wine. And then you turn into another aisle, and there it is. Come on. Lovely it's very Lovely local artisan wine. So you, you buy some. Of course you do. Yeah, of course you do. As I said, can you direct, interesting can you, gardens. Can you direct me to the slug wine, please? <laughs> So you can get your booze and fags, all right? That's yeah. you can go out and get it. Yeah, I mean but the you DIY must have to plan shop. It. Sorry, you must have you to have plan plan ahead. Well, no, you you can go out every day. So oh, you just uh, okay. I mean, for right. example, I have run out of wine. Uh, I have. To, I will have to leave the house <laughs> and go and get some later. Are all those local have, vineyards open? The one of the reasons you moved there was to get um, your your well, no, vats of wine. Yeah, then they're not um, the the Cave Cooperative, Cooperative where you get the um, ten liters for a fiver is mm. closed. So yeah, mm -hmm. I mean that's why I'm having to go out. You know, I can only carry so much. So, um, you know, it's, it's a kind of, um, 
I was going to say little and often, but lot and often <laughs> is how we're how we're doing it. You can take the girl out to South London, can't you? You can take the girl out to South London, but uh, um, are you miss anything from home? Do you miss anything from home? Um, I miss I miss um, the Hamlet uh, going to the football, um, and I miss you know sort of being able to walk to a pub. Yeah, we all? we're all missing that walk home. Yeah, <laughs> stagger home. But um, uh, apart from that, no, it's absolutely gorgeous here. It's a beautiful day, and um, we're getting the pool open next week. And, the swimming pool. Uh, yes, and and it's it's very beautiful here. We're coming over. Really we saw we saw um, two eagles have a have a an air fight last night wow we were sitting out having a little um, not the band <laughs> no 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 i i, I might Although have they were renowned i was drinking track. if i if i'd seen the band the eagles fighting in the air um so how how are you coping uh, you know has it changed you mentally do you think uh, um well uh, up until now um, I've been working um, pretty much solidly. I mean, they, they put me on half time mm. at the beginning of April, but then gave me a load of work to do. So I've actually worked more than I usually work, so much so that I've worked out that I only, in May, I only have to work two days. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Yes. So up until now, I've, I've kind of been working. But what I have noticed is that separately, Ev and I seem to have come to the same decision not to wash. Oh, God. <laughs> that yeah. is so French. I, I, I know. We, we kind of, we only have put the immersion heater on once a week now. <laughs> no use for hot water. None at all. <laughs> You've gone native. I, I can't, yeah. It's, it's, and wear the same clothes every day. You know, just sort of standards, personal hygiene standards have gone out the window. But I, I quite like it. I think if, if this is indeed the end of days, then you don't want to bother with... Go dirty. ...deodorant or anything like that, do exactly. you? No, no, no. No. Very nice. Um, I, like, I like the idea. I'm I've glad noticed you're... that. And I've, but I've also noticed that nature can be a little bit annoying sometimes. Oh yes, yes, we've been so, eagles as well. Uh, well, the eagle, no, the eagle's good. That's good nature, right? Okay. Bad nature was um, a, a couple of weeks ago. We um, sitting sitting out, and uh, we heard a, a songbird. Um, singing, and we thought, "Oh, what's that?" And we worked out it was a nightingale. Wow! And we thought, "Oh, how lovely!" And it just kept singing all night. <laughs> By about the third night, it shut the fuck up. Between that and the fucking frogs next door, honestly, can't hear yourself fucking think. <laughs> Bring back the planes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Vinny has very similar views on that, which we'll be hearing about <laughs> later, actually. <laughs> right. Good, good. I'm glad someone's with me. 
Okay, so thank you very much to Phoebes. Lovely to hear from you. And uh, great to hear you're having such a good or awful time, depending on what you said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it time for... The news. The news. The news. The news. Yes. I think it is, yes. <laughs> First up, pub and beer news. Nice and quick this time. They're all fucking shut. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, we should say a little... Um, we'll just do a re-up for Beer Guide London because yeah. that is a great source for... A list of places doing off-sales, deliveries, or collection of beer. That's yeah, beer it's guide. my Bible. Yeah, it's an app and an online uh, resource as, uh, on uh, on the web as well. Uh, I, I, I dropped into James Dowswell's Instagram live drinks, and um, which is him chatting with a mate uh, over some bevies. And mm-hmm. I learned that in South Africa, we thought we thought we had it hard, maybe. Uh, I learned that in South Africa, they've banned the sale of booze and fags during lockdown. What? Banned. Cannot buy them. So you've either got a stash or you haven't. That's it. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? So, I mean, thanks for small mercies. Mm. Okay, we've got some uh, newsy type items here. First up, Vinny and I uh, have agreed to appear on the next... Brixton Book Jam, which is a lockdown special online. I think they were on yeah. Facebook Live last time. I'm not sure what they're doing it on this time, but it's on May the 11th, and we'll be doing a reading, probably from the book. Uh, and uh, come and join us, Brixton Book Jam. Search Brixton Book Jam for details. Uh, in other news, the uh, Brockwell Park Miniature Railway is in a little bit of trouble. They've got an appeal to for funds to keep them on track. <laughs> this is London's, for those that don't know, London's only miniature railway, uh, a wonderful uh, site. Uh, so if you can give a bit to the Brockwell Miniature Railway, please do. Or as we call it, the Prince Regent to Canopy Taproom Express and Christ, I hope we'll be able to ride that again soon. Also, I thought I'd do a quick mention for uh, the Lucifer tapes. Have you seen the Lucifer tapes? I have and heard some of them, yes. I'm yes. a big fan of uh, Lucy. Yes. This is the writing of Friend of Deserter, General Lucifer. And he's uh, reading out some of his um, writing, including the adventures of Bog Wanker and Factory Whistler. <laughs> Great tales now available, read by the General general himself. Uh, If you're unfamiliar with the General, uh, he was the brains behind the recent Clap for Wine campaign, um, which he he started on Twitter. Um, You know, as he said, it's all very well clapping for NHS staff or postal workers or whatever, but when do we get to clap for the real lifesaver in all this? Wine. Uh, That's uh, hashtag clap for wine and uh, you can find that on twitter did you see any that um, there's a, a, a belgian potato glut uh, yes i heard that yes um they're, they're they're begging us to eat more chips yeah well they're begging the belgians yeah 
the Secretary General of the Belgian Potato Grower Federation, Belgapom, has called on Belgians to eat frites at least twice a week, if not more, because of um, a massive surplus, nearly a million tonnes of potatoes that was built up because of the virus. I mean, eat more chips, to me, that strikes me as true leadership. None of this singing happy birthday or hiding in fridges. Eat more chips. As you may know from last time, we um, were recommended by the Sunday Times, weren't we? Uh, As essential... Remarkably, yes. Remarkably. Essential reading, essential listening even, during the lockdown. And sure enough, quite a few of them tuned in, didn't they? Yes. um, His plenty did. Um, One or two enjoyed it, perhaps. (laughs) We just thought we'd dip into some of the complaints we got. (laughs) Um, because, uh, yeah, they were a little bit surprised. Um, let me have a look. We've got a few here. Not Sunday Times material, perhaps. No, no. Here's one. Sirs, it begins. That's how, that's how they start. No dear, mm. just sirs. Uh, you kind mm. of know you're in trouble right from the start, don't you? Yeah. Sirs, sirs. Having been recommended your podcast in last week's Sunday Times, I was appalled to tune in. Tune in. <laughs> Come on, Grandad, get with it. I was appalled to tune in to what my ears, what, to what to my ears was an endless stream of verbal effluent. It's one thing to warn listeners at the beginning that there will be explicit language, but to follow this directly with, so what have you been up to, you terrible cunt, gives purility a bad name. I shan't be listening again, and nor shall my wife. And, uh, as, as if he's got a wife. <laughs> That's from a major in Stoke in Stoken Church. I'm not sure I should read his name out. Uh, let's call him uh, Major Roadworks. Thank you, Major Roadworks. <laughs> um, yeah, let me find another one. Uh, this one from Andrew Brock. Uh, I liked, yes. Sirs, it starts. <laughs> Think me not a prig when I rail against the foul and unfortunately recommended deserter pubcast. For was it not Chaucer who rejoiced in the hallowed quaint? However, these two shabby South London vulgarians are not of Chaucer's ilk. They are little more than a pair of right dodgy quints. (laughs) Actually, quite like that one. Uh, I, I, I quite listen. I don't know if we're being told off or not, but um, he writes, "Sirs, <laughs> why, do, why do they all start like this? Sirs, as Odysseus cheated on Penelope with Calypso and Circe, so I have been dabbling with the deserter pubcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let us hope my homecoming is less fraught. It will certainly have more beer. What the fuck is he on about? I like have another it. one." <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, moving on then. I could Honestly, I could listen to those all day, but we'll move on. We'll move on. Hmm. I, uh, I don't know if this is news exactly, but I read an article uh, in uh, oh, the, uh, 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 When Saturday Comes, the half-decent football magazine, by hmm. uh, Hugo uh, uh, Greenhalgh, who we know from uh, Dulwich Hamlet. He's written about Nunhead FC, um, oh. Uh, which is, uh, they were a big noise in non-league football uh, some time ago, and they disappeared. 
and a local resident has um has, has, is kind of trying to revive them and um they may well they, they were actually the place where dennis compton started uh, his football career you remember you know wow. the, uh, the, yeah exactly. uh, yeah um and yes they, they used to be quite rivals with uh, dulwich hamlet and th there's talk of a, a another game a lot, we might get a, we might get a game raider actually they haven't got any players jesus that could be fun. um uh, but yeah, you're, you're on the, the article, uh, Hugo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed reading when Saturday comes again. I hadn't read it for years, mm. um, and especially the letters. There was there's one that really caught my eye from um, I don't know who it's from actually. It's about the goalkeeper for Curzon Ashton, another non-league team. Mm. Um, apparently, uh, before kickoff, like a lot of goalkeepers, he'd go and touch his posts. But he said to his. I love you, and I look forward to working with you. <laughs> uh, another news item um, that mm. uh, almost made my head explode was uh, from Jane Fay writing in The Independent, oh. really celebrating the closure of pubs. I know, I saw that, yeah. Unbelievable. She, she said, don't talk to me about pubs. We don't need them half as much as we need more family-friendly establishments. No sooner do I make the mistake of wondering whether I am the weird one, because I'm not a fan of alcohol, next thing I see is a great big tabloid headline despairing over whether pubs will reopen after lockdown. Really? I mean, really? Is this the most pressing concern facing the nation right now? Um, Yes, Jane, it, it is. It is. Uh, yes. And yes, you are the weird one. And um, we're glad to be of help. I mean, I, what I couldn't believe about it was that she's a, she's a self-confessed teetotaler or almost teetotaler telling us mm. about pubs, you know. Yeah. Tell us about community centres. You you're not qualified to talk, Jane. No, it's like me talking about garden centres or something. <laughs> you know, say, shut them down, I don't use them. <laughs> Okay, where are we now? What's next? What's up? You're a bum dosser. First bum dosser for me um, is Motherwell FC. I don't know if you're aware of this, but... Is this the first then... football club to be nominated as a bum dosser? I think it is, yes. Yeah. What an honour. But, uh, but they, uh, they have good reason for being there because their nickname, or one of them, is yeah. the Dossers. Oh, that is good. They're my new yeah. team. My new Scottish team. Sorry, Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently they, they got this Well, it's said that they got this name Because uh, they were a sort of steelworks team or something They had mm. a lot of people working at the steelworks And the night shift just used to go in and go for a kip <laughs> <laughs> So they got called the Dossers They're all Motherwell fans <laughs> <laughs> Love it Yeah That is brilliant um, I've got a few... Uh nominations uh, drunken history uh the the twitter feed drunken history tweeted that uh today in 1912 the titanic began sinking uh, instead of trying to escape the ship's baker charles hushin decided to get drunk instead <laughs> <laughs> i mean i looked up his story on wikipedia and uh, there's a bit there's a little bit more to it than that, but uh, it is thought that the uh, the brandy on the side that he necked uh, kept him uh, going in the icy waters. Wow. Yeah, he was a survivor. Um, another 
guy I fancied for Bumdossa this week was someone who tweeted a picture of a, an enormous deserter caterpillar. Uh, he was so big because he couldn't be asked to pupate. He just kept on eating. He couldn't be bothered <laughs> to be a butterfly. He was happy as a pillar. Uh, and so he just he just kept on eating and lived happily ever after, a bit like you on the biscuits. And uh, this one was nominated by Ned James, another oh, yeah. friend of Des. Uh, he's nominated a planet as a bum dosser. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a first. Yeah, that is a first. Uh, Neptune, he writes, was discovered in 1846. It took until 2011 to complete one orbit of the sun. Bloody hell. It's a lazy fucker. It could not get off its arse even to do an orbit. Uh, couldn't get <laughs> off its Uranus. No, there's a, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going to find it, am I? Um, okay, pick one. Who's the bum dosser out of those four? I'd, I'd have to go for the chef. Chef of the Titanic, Charles Joshin. Zhuzhin. You're a bum dosser. Is it time for the scene? Time for the scene. The social media scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they call it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say something about birdsong. Yes, there's a Twitter birdsong project uh, going on. Um, the writer Lev, uh, Lev Perikian, is it, uh, was um, uh, uh, kicking that off, and he has a great blog with all the sort of bird songs. I mean, lots of Londoners have been saying they can hear birds all the time now. It's wonderful. I want to know how we can stop it. Um, <laughs> because, um, I mean, I know it's, it can be lovely. It often is lovely, but there's a couple of them that really get my goat. Well, the wood pigeon, for one. Um, what, you uh, don't like the wood pigeon? I don't like the wood pigeon, that that noise it makes. What? Um, <laughs> That noise. Yeah, it makes that. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you like that? The left uh, Perikian, he he um, puts phrases to these bird songs so that you can um, um, remember what they are and identify them. And the what I um, the, the one for the wood pigeon for me is my corns ache, Betty. My oh. corns ache, Betty. It just gets on my tits. Um, uh, what did, Kate Bush used that, didn't she? Uh... Was it the stars are coming? The stars are coming. She got her lad to uh, read that. Better, out. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think it was stars, but it's something. Yeah, I, I was um, Lev also. Uh, I was brought up yeah, in the country, okay, maybe. Maybe that's the difference. I'm used yeah, to... maybe it is. It's, it's not an annoying sound like us. a parakeet, though, is it? No, that is awful. I haven't heard much of them, actually. Awful, yeah, we get a lot of those. But what I'd give for a bloody wood pigeon. <laughs> Parakeets fly. Um, the other one I don't like is the great tit. And uh, Lev wrote, If the robin and the blackburn can be compared to John Coltrane and Wynton Marsalis, the great tit is the status quo of garden birds. Purveyors of classic recognisable songs that you've been nodding in recognition before you realise... You'd like them to learn a couple more chords. <laughs> um, bring back the planes. You don't have, you know, people don't have to be in them. Just fly <laughs> them empty. 
I like uh, Larry. You remember Larry David um, on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? When his wife asks him if he's enjoying the bird song one evening, he replies, Yes, but have you ever wondered what it would be like to be totally deaf? <laughs> Marvellous. Uh, uh, any more social media scene entries? Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, lockdown shout-outs. Uh, Chris O'Dowd, I think the Chris O'Dowd, said, tweeted, just had that awkward chat with our five-year-old where I had to explain that it would be okay for him to be a little less fucking curious about the world around him all the time. <laughs> I think all parents probably... <laughs> Sympathise yeah. with that position. Yeah. I liked um, Pete Brissenden's, uh, who said, uh, I've decided that during this time, Christmas drinking rules apply. This means that drinking any time after 10am is not to be judged. If the situation worsens, I will consider upgrading this to airport drinking rules. <laughs> drinking at any time, judgment withheld. <laughs> Very good. Um Richard Holmes tweeted, My 16-year-old boy has done fuck all today. He's just had a 40-minute bath, tarting himself up so he could go outside for the two-minute NHS clap because there is a 17-year-old girl over the road he wants to rattle, and I've never been prouder of him. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> i got one Oh, more. great. Uh, it's a newspaper clipping, uh, which I thought we might... We could call the old media scene. It's a newspaper clipping. Um, it was tweeted, but uh, it was from a newspaper. A letter from Sarah Moss from Coventry, which said, uh, As men are more, more vulnerable to COVID-19, has anyone considered allowing women and children out of lockdown first? We could run the country for a few weeks and see how things go while men stay at home baking banana bread and clapping. <laughs> Uh, I'm all for it as well. Yeah. <laughs> there was another, I think it was another newspaper clipping, or maybe it was a tweet, I don't know, somebody saying, you know, uh, please open the pubs again before we all become alcoholics. Yes, that was good. Yeah, I think that's uh, from an Irish newspaper, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I think we've probably run out of time. Yes. Uh, well, thanks for listening and everything, but I really need to get out on that porch again before we lose the sun. My guess is that we'll we'll be back with another lockdown uh, lock-in next time, don't you think? Uh, unless there's a sudden policy change and we're all set free to get drunk, lose our trainers and get huggy again. <laughs> how, would, how would you approach the uh, easing of lockdown radar out of interest? Uh, well, I'd keep offices closed, obviously, but allow tinnies in the park, perhaps with multiple ice-cold tinny points at all entrances. Uh, all pub gardens to be open 24 hours, legalised cannabis basic income paid monthly chips for everyone um am i straying off the point a bit here uh, a little bit what's the question again 